fascinating gadgets, gizmos, and gear-based technologies. Daniel J. Glenn here. Just wanted to pop in really quickly before the show and tell you about two great things going on. Number one, this is a video podcast. Check it out on ftriplegbt.com or go straight to the source, youtube.com backslash Daniel J. Glenn. You can check out this episode in its video form. I got to tell you, it's amazing. Number two, there's a Patreon feed for this show and everything that I do. Join the fascination as it relates to FGGBT. You're going to get behind-the-scenes exclusive content. As a matter of fact, coming up in the next couple of days, I'm going to put up some incredible audio from the great panels we did at the Los Angeles Comic-Con. We did one on the Acme product catalog, one on Spider-Man villains. We just put some snippets on there, but... As always, you should come see us live whenever you can. It is an incredible, unique, one-of-a-kind experience. And speaking of, on to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fascinating Gadgets, Gizmos, and Gear-Based Technologies. Of course, this is the show where we take pop culture technology, tell you how to make it in real life. Um, this is We've got the brain trust here. We've got analytical mastermind Daniel J. Glenn. To my right, physics phenom. Dr. Michael Denon. I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm excited to have you. Good episode. I'm, I'm excited about this. I love mutants. Um, and of course, speaking of... <laughs> just kidding, Ben. Uh, <laughs> on the end, yeah, we've, got, <laughs> we've got um, the master of teleportation, uh, also the enigmatic engineer, Ben Seepser. Uh, ben, it's a pleasure to have you here. Happy to be here, Dan. So this is going to be a fun one. We're talking about X-Men mutants. So basically the idea of superpowers being kind of coded into our DNA. Yeah. Uh, this is a really fun idea. So uh, we got to start it out with something kind of cool. I'm sure okay. you guys have thought about this. If you could alter your DNA in any way, um, give yourself an improvement, what would it be? Um, ben, I'm going to look at you first because I, I like going to you first. There's a lot of things. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I have a laundry list myself. You know, not that I want to be like a star athlete or anything. I'm pretty mm -hmm. happy with where I am. But I would like, mm -hmm. I'd like to be able to be a little bit more athletic without, than I currently am. Mm -hmm. And maybe get, maybe go a little bit crazier too. Like maybe, you know, get like bird wings or something so I could fly. But now we're going into the crazy mutations. No, that's okay. I mean, the first one, that's pretty tempered for most people. Yeah. So, you know, I just I gave mean, you the world. If I was like, yeah, a little more If athletic. I was going to go for something realistic, okay. I would go for, you know, being able to run more than like 200 meters without, without, <laughs> almost, falling, almost over. without okay. falling over and almost puking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, if I was going to go into the world of biological things that we see on this earth, yeah, yeah I'd go for flying. I'd, okay. I think, you know. Figuring out how to lighten up the skeleton, grow some feathers. That kind of a thing? That'd be pretty sweet. Well, I got to tell you, I don't want to do any spoiler alerts here, but you can actually get great at a 200-meter dash without having to alter your DNA permanently. <laughs> I, <laughs> you could just train for a month. You'll be awesome. My, my experience in high school track would say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know your body better than I do. That's for sure. Um, what, Dennis, what about you? This High school track as well? No, this is pretty easy. Yeah. Web shooters. <laughs> oh, like like Ultimate like, Spider-Man like, web shooters. Yeah. I just, you know, I've never, being a physicist, not an engineer, mm -hmm. I've never been able to build the web shooters. Okay. I don't see that happening in my life. Okay. But um, I, was, I was convinced um, by my biology colleague in Spider-Man tech that you can genetically engineer your body to make spinnerets that can shoot webs. 
Shoot I, them. Yeah, that I can mm. finally be Spider-Man. Wow. So that, that's, wow. you know, I'm, I'm sticking to that. Oh, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that's great. You guys, you know, I like where you went with that. Ben, I thought you'd shoot for the moon. You didn't really, but I really enjoy your tempered response. It's very realistic. Uh, mine is off the charts. I love teleportation. Nightcrawler, mm. uh, Nightcrawler is fine as a character, but I love his ability. I love the, the ability to be able to teleport wherever I want to go. Um, it does have a lot of problems with where you end up. You don't want to teleport into someone or something and end up, you know, like the fly or anything. Right, yeah. I uh, definitely don't want to do that. But that's always been my kind of cool power. That, and that I don't would think, be cool. And, you know, and as a segue into the X-Men, a lot of the X-Men powers, much like my desire to be to teleport, you can't really put that into the DNA. Those aren't really mutations that we can create. Most of the X-Men, it's not possible. Well, I think, yes, but... <laughs> It's fair. You can't optical. There's no optical rage. You can't change your skin. You know, no. you can't have wings well, grow out of well, your back. No, I can no, say so, changing your well, skin. The maybe. wings, wings, and changing your skin. No, I, I think, I think it's this extreme level of them. I would, I would argue, it's shocking how many things mm -hmm. can do. Real live living things can do interesting physics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would argue it's not that we don't know how to genetically engineer it in teleportation mm -hmm. is that we don't know how to teleport. Well, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I, I, if That's great. The if, analytical mastermind, yeah, Dr. Michael Denon. If we were ever to figure out teleportation uh -huh. and the physics of it, yeah. we could probably engineer a biological system to mimic that physics, and you would do that through the genetic engineering. Okay. That's my logical chain of thought. Here. I think that that is extraordinarily far-fetched. I think it's a stretch. Well, no. But I like it, but I think it's The I first it's step hard. is a stretch. Yeah. The next two are, once you make that first leap, the next two are very small steps, Dan. I guess it is like the triple jump. Yeah. It know? is the triple yeah. jump. You got, okay. you got to make right. the big first one. <laughs> right. The next two, not so much. Right. Fair enough. Well, you know, it's funny because in the X-Men, it's the X gene, and so that kind of creates these mutations. Yeah. Um, the other thing about this is that it happens from an evolutionary standpoint very naturally, and yes. I think that that's yeah. also very difficult. So we're going to automatically assume we're using some sort of gene editing soft uh, system, whether, you know, CRISPR or some kind, something like that to edit it. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing that's kind of crazy about a lot of these things, they talk about the X gene. I mean, you know, you know me. I'm not. A, I'm not a critic, right, guys? You know, you you wouldn't dare you don't call actually me criticize. Anything. No, not a not a thing. The 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 X Men and even in Stan Lee, who created the X Men with, I believe, Steve Ditko and uh, oh god, I'm gonna forget who it is. Steve. John Romita? No, I don't know. All right, someone's going to kill me for not knowing who he created them with. I apologize. But the whole idea was, instead of coming up with superpower origins, like, meh, they're born with them. You know, yeah. like, that was right. kind of the answer. And so there's not really a lot of science that went into it. Well, you know, you know, yeah. you know I never disagree with you, Dan. Ever. Not, not, not neither not one of you do, and I appreciate that. I actually would go the other way. Okay. I really think most, most superhero origin stories are fundamentally flawed. Mm -hmm. Right, like from a science standpoint. From a science standpoint, yeah. you know, a lot of them early on they got their powers say from a high exposure to radiation. Mm -hmm. And you know, I would I made some estimates in my life, and and usually you're dead before the superpower can take over, even if it's a superpower of healing. Right, <laughs> right. Like you are the man of several guesstimations. Right. We've established exactly that. that. Yeah. Right. So what I what I've always liked about the X Men is though it might be hard to see how the power connected to genetics. Mm -hmm. If you are going to evolve to the next stage, 
of human human evolution. Whatever. Hmm. Evolution, say. Sure. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to use evolve in the same Evo sentence yeah, yeah, twice, right? Fair. Trying to come up with another like word. That, they say that though. But they do. <laughs> they do. You know, it, it I think we it shows a lot of um pride or hubris, I guess is the official word, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Hubris. Hubris, thank you. That we think we're the end of evolution. Right. We are going to evolve. Right. No, I think right. that's amazing. And, Human beings are ridiculous. Right. We are going to evolve. And some of that evolution will be very much, I think, some of the X-Men-like things. Uh -huh. And some, you're right, it's hard to imagine what the selective pressure would be for. Right. And we would have to engineer genetically. Um, but genetics as the source of superpowers is my favorite source. And I think it's the most scientifically grounded. Well, I will say that the, the trick with with what they're trying to do is a lot of things they act my point was they act as if it's one mutation gives you the power gotcha and so okay. like that like, is a problem like eye color is i think two different there's two different genes that oh i, I didn't realize color. that's where you were going yeah. yeah so you have to like do a bunch of, so it's a yeah. very complex well, I, I i'm see. at a level i'm at a level that's so i understand here. well i saw x and thought of it as multiple that's absolute garbage. You know that. Don't try to <laughs> pass that off. I see right that through that. That is yeah. one of the biggest problems with X-Men. They say they call it the X gene yes. as if it's a gene. Right. Yeah. 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 So how, how does one gene do a million different powers? Well, you know, I think they were just making the standard scientific error of oversimplifying for the masses. Well, of course. Right. And Which goes back to me saying, eh, they were born with it. <laughs> like that's, and, you and know. And to be fair, when they wrote when they first wrote X-Men, they didn't really have a great understanding of genes like we do now. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, one gene could have done all that. Yeah. It could have. Mine. Yeah. Well, you know... A but, really big gene. <laughs> yeah, very big, very large. Um, I will say that just so we kind of get an idea. So when you're talking about gene editing, CRISPR is the system that people use. It's the most common now. Mm -hmm. It's the most successful. Well, and it's actually surprisingly easy. You can actually do it at home. There's actually a guy, um, uh, I'll, I'll get his name here. It'll probably flash up on the screen because I won't do it fast enough. But he actually will send you um, DIY kits for frogs and how to genetically mutate frogs, almost like the battle toads. Um, and he, he does these experiments on himself. It's, and I'll put a link up. It, you know, I'm forgetting his name now. It'll pop up on the screen. But my point is, CRISPR is actually surprisingly easy to use. Um, essentially what it does, it, CRISPR-Cas9 is one system. I believe Cas9 is a, it's a, um, uh, an enzyme that basically cuts around DNA. I don't think they use that much anymore. There's lots of other things that do this. They actually snip out the DNA um, and they use old, so uh, here it comes. Fascinating Nouns episode I did on the flaws of the human body. Uh, we didn't actually go over it, but Dr. Nathan Lenz talked about in our DNA, there's lots of residual pieces from bacteria, from viruses, I'm sorry, from viruses that are in, that are cluttering up our DNA. It cuts around those viruses, those viral DNA. That's how the CRISPR system hmm. works in a nutshell, which is kind of interesting. And it's surprisingly easy, guys. Yeah. yeah. And what surprises me is it's surprisingly accurate, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, incredibly right. so. And, and so... You know, it really raises some interesting questions um, because the other thing about the X-Men, if you take it to its natural assumption, if it really is this immediate genetic mutation, mm -hmm. right, those are going to be inheritable traits. Mm -hmm. um, when you think of a lot of the genetic engineering by CRISPR, though you can do it in a way that it gets inherited, right? If you're genetically engineering someone or an organism who's already kind of grown, mm -hmm. you're most likely not um, doing it in a way that will be inherited. You're most likely attacking 
the particular part of that body you want, and that right, body yeah. has nothing to do with reproduction right. and going on. So that's some interesting differences. If we are engineering superheroes, you actually have a little bit of control and thought over whether you're making it an inheritable power. Mm-hmm. Because like in the system, they have a lot of, you know, people get together, a lot of the mutants, they hook up and they got yeah. kids, you know, that works, yeah. so we don't have to go into detail. But a lot of their kids have either similar powers, you know, right. which is interesting, we'll go along yeah. with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, well, you know, and, and Ben mentioned, um, you know, video games in a previous episode yes. that I thought were great. There's this game called Evolution, which is for mm-hmm. the Super Nintendo. What I liked about it, because let me, let me lay out my thought here. When you're looking at the genome, what's interesting about giving people powers is being able to turn on certain things. So if you were able to, you know, it's the combination of little buttons that you push essentially in the genome that would allow certain traits to appear. We can have wings. It's possible. It it has appeared in mammals. It's not, it's there somewhere. You just have to hit the right button combination. In the game Evolution, what was kind of cool is you could make different different creatures by having their certain characteristics. Like creating a human in that game is very difficult. Because the way you start out is not how you, you have to have right. like a cat head and like a certain body. But as you evolve that, you can eventually make humans. But it's not the combination you would expect. Yeah. Right. And so I think a lot of the stuff that we talk about and a lot of being able to do things that we don't see naturally require this intricate button pushing that I don't think, I think that's the part we don't have any control over. It's not a one size fits all. There's not going to be one trait that does it. It's a well, combo. It goes back to your earlier comment that it's very simplistic to think of single genes. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, and, and we use the word gene, I think, in, in two different ways. We use it in kind of the classic way you learned in, in school as, as really the trait, not the gene. And then there's the microbiology gene, which is the point in the DNA that makes a particular protein. Mm-hmm. Right? So you can think of genes as controlling a single protein, but you're really when you're talking about traits, that's multiple parts in the DNA acting together. They're turned on, they're turned off. There's all sorts of complex interactions. Right. No, so. I, yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, I, I think what's really interesting is that there are, we're going to go over, I got a list of real life superheroes. Okay. And, and I think one of the keys here, you know, I've always been kind of on Magneto's side, you know, like he right. always gets a bad rap. I like Magneto because he doesn't like being pushed around. And you got to imagine, he went through the pretty, if you lived yeah, through, through the, the Holocaust. Con- yeah, if you went through the Holocaust, you're not going to like people who are coming after mutants. No. Right. So, you know. He sees what, what otherism and the demonization of people who are different does, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he fights back mm-hmm. and tries to help his people. Mm-hmm. And you just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just always believed, not, not that you have to like always fight he's, back, but I think it's difficult when you're always up against yeah. you know, yeah. isms. Um, he's, he's not a bad guy like a lot of bad right. guys are. Right, and I think they've done a great job with him. So he yeah. and I was like, I thought his power was really cool. I yeah, was yeah. Like, as, as and maybe power. one of the more realistic ones. You think so? Well, I mean, controlling metal objects is is a thing we actually can do. <laughs> well, a lot of people claim to be able to bend spoons and stuff, but a lot of it's not. No, well, but, I think he's talking about but, just generally controlling but general, metal with But generally, magnets. like oh. magnets attract you guys, metal. You guys are still out in the physical world. I'm talking. What can people actually do? Dang it! You, people, human beings can't manipulate metal. Not yet. No, but you right. could. You with could the right gene. But you could imagine something. His his power makes sense from a physics standpoint. So you could imagine, you know, maybe you had high powered electrical. Gener- you know, some sort of high-powered electrical thing in your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, your creates body a magnetic generates field. electricity. Okay, yeah. And it creates a magnetic field that lets you control magnetic ob- objects. 
Okay. Makes a lot more sense than telekinesis, which can just move anything, and you know you can't just make a piece of plastic. Oh, I see. You like the specificity of <laughs> the yeah. magnetism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, but it goes to look. We 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 always kind of laugh at the superheroes that can shoot lightning bolts. Yeah. And then we're reminded you have electric eels that basically shoot lightning bolts. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, and so the fact that you can create magnets, and and we also know that there are plenty of animals that we thought had no sensitivity and couldn't really, like it was not real that they would say navigate by magnetic fields. And we now know they can, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So at some level, antennas and transmitters are just the opposite of each other. Now one requires mm -hmm. more power than the other, mm -hmm. right? So the, the extremism of his magnetism mm -hmm. always runs into a power problem. Right. But the fundamental basis of it, not so much. Hmm. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it's a great, you know, there are a lot of people in this world who have incredible abilities that were given to them genetically. And I'm not yeah. talking about superstar athletes. I'm talking right. about, you know, superhero level stuff. Yeah. And, and like so certified geniuses. Exactly. <laughs> Brain power is one of them. Yeah. Um, and so what a lot of people are doing is they're allowing, you know, essentially what we're looking at are what are the extreme capabilities of the human body, right? right? What, what are we capable of? And we're capable of quite a bit. So there's a couple of guys, um, you know, it, it, it turns out, so there's a guy named Stephen Pete and, and Tim Dreyer who have abilities. I'm going to get to them in a second. But they've allowed people to basically study their genome and so that so other people can replicate it to figure out what button combination mm. you need. So, for example, Stephen Pete, he doesn't feel pain. He's got um, congenital uh, anagl anaglesia, I believe it's called. So he doesn't like he doesn't feel pain. Now it's a problem because he can't he, he can't really walk on his left foot because he injured it so badly that it you know now right. it doesn't work and he can't literally can't feel pain. That's our warning system. Is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Well, you know it's we a bit need of both. it. Yeah, it's a bit of both exactly. Yeah. But now we know. Doop, doop, boop, boop, the button combination on the the genome to be able to turn that on, um, and then cool. Stephen, uh, then Tim Dreyer has extra thick bones. So this is called scoleria uh, scolerotosis, and cool. essentially he just has extra thick, like bone structures, and they keep growing. So he's actually, you know, he's got like he's, he's got problem hearing. Like his bone is kind of grown mm. over his ear, so it's uh. it's growing. Thicker, but it's also at a problem. It's a problem. Well, I yeah. think that's the real challenge, right? Is genetic changes that are also purely beneficial and not problematic yeah. mm -hmm. are are the hardest things to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why evolution itself is somewhat slow. Yeah. In general. Well, which yeah, and our bodies are just such a delicate balance of everything mm -hmm. working correctly. Like, right. Right, like right. your bones themselves, they're constantly slightly breaking and and being rehealed by mm -hmm. just walking around and doing right, stuff. Right. And if that get system gets out of whack, mm -hmm. like this this guy who just keeps growing bones, like his body's missing the signal that says, "Hey, your bones your they're bones okay up. now." Yeah, lay off. Yeah. And what's interesting is these guys have sold their information to pharmaceutical companies who yeah. are doing work on them, but there's no financial interest for the pharmaceutical companies to actually fix their maladies oh, like that's, that's the ultimate irony in this and yeah, they're right. fine with it and you know I, I i'm sure this is going to come to no surprise to anyone i would not be okay with that right, right. <laughs> well but you know in this direction dan yeah you know think about super fast healing mm -hmm. and regeneration mm -hmm. what that is is properly controlled cancer is mm -hmm. the irony of it right because cancer yeah. is yeah. fundamentally cells growing too fast right yeah. well, right at a time yeah. that you don't want them in a place you don't want them right but you'd kind of want that for super fast healing. Right. So you can see immediately 
the danger of super fast healing, and right there you've got yeah. Deadpool. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, you know, I think, Ben, your point's great, that it's really the delicate balance, you yeah. know? But, like, here, so here's an example. So Usain Bolt, everyone knows Usain Bolt, right? Yeah. So yeah. essentially, he's got super speed. That gene is linked to the ACTN3. So essentially, he's got incredible quick twitch muscles in, right. in his legs, right? We, you, you can, strength is coded to the ACVR2B. Yeah, this is for people at home if you want to do this, you want to give yourself a quick twitch. Um, that determines the amount of lean muscle mass, essentially. So that is what tells you how much muscle you have versus how much you don't. When you can control that, his obviously happened naturally, right? right. So, and he just is, was gifted with incredible speed. But if you were to take him as the blueprint, beep, boop, 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 now we've got the combination for incredibly fast, yeah. lean muscle. And he, there's no real downside, Right to, to to you know the other people you have oh. different downsides. I don't know that there's. I mean I don't know Usain personally, um, but it seems to me that there's no you know there's no detriment to having that type of to alter that genetically. Make sense? Yeah, probably assuming not. probably not. I mean I think the trick always is going to be. So the question is, how yeah. do you know that the beep boop bop yeah. is the fast twitch muscle and not that you also need a beep boop over here? Right. Because this beep boop, if you don't put it with this, maybe this also gives you brain cancer. Oh, I and see. And so you have right, a damping yeah. effect as well as a positive effect. And you got to get both or you're in trouble. That makes yeah. sense. And it doesn't even need to be that complicated. It could be something like if you have great fast twitch muscles, you also need a matching circulatory system. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And so if you can't, if you don't have enough oxygen in your blood to support all these great muscles, you might just try to run somewhere and heave over like I do. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Which may actually be the source Maybe of your problem. Maybe that's my problem. Right. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I got those muscles, but not the... Uh, well, Not you, the blood. Well, so and that's a good point. So here's so here's a combination we can talk about. There's a guy named um, Dean Carnazes. He has superhuman intelligence, which is also connected to the ACTN3 gene. So if you use the fast twitch, right, we use mm -hmm. Usain Bolt combined with Dean. Now we got a guy who can run incredibly fast for long periods of time. This guy, uh, Dean, he's an extreme marathon runner. He run, ran 50 marathons in 50 days. I know that's slow twitch muscle, so I know that right. that's different. Right. But if you could somehow genetically makes you know predetermine someone to be able to do both or have the propensity right. to do both you could have quite the athlete there yeah it's all and, and i think you know it's an interesting question you said this earlier at our introduction i know many of our viewers are going to be going but what's the ethics of this right yeah. right and we are a technology show so right we, we we tend not to go down that wormhole we tend to go down that wormhole. <laughs> well, well we do and then we tell them just not to do it at home exactly yeah. right yeah. We, we put our disclaimer up. yeah but, you know, you mentioned earlier to Ben that he could get fast if he actually trained. Yeah. And then he claimed he couldn't, and he had experimental evidence. That, but let's <laughs> right. ignore that follow-up. And, and yeah, and I didn't right. follow up that follow-up. Right. right, yeah. But what I think people, what scares people about the genetic piece is how quickly it happens, right? Mm -hmm. We are already constantly improving ourselves mm -hmm. and humanity. We're doing all sorts of stuff through simple chemical additives. Right. Or even just changing how we eat, how we exercise. We're constantly looking mm -hmm. for those ways of improving. Mm -hmm. um, genetic engineering we've been doing forever, mm -hmm. right? We do that on plants when we, you know, when we plant out crops, and we sure. do this, and we do this with animals when we domesticate things. So it's really the time scale, and I think it's because of the time scale, people are more nervous about the risk. And so what happens is it happens so fast, you get the brain cancer, and you can't take it back. I think mm -hmm. that's what people are afraid of. You know, yeah. going slowly, they feel like they'd have some control over it. Makes sense. So there, there's, there's ethics there, but it's a time scale issue more than anything. As, as 
as opposed to just a generically completely new ethic question. Right. Well, I'm going to throw something in the works here. Okay. Right? Um, and mix this all up. There's actually been evidence that, you know, we've talked about microbiomes before. There's actually mm -hmm. evidence that there's certain, uh, the V atypica gut bacteria can actually boost down your, it can actually boost your endurance. It breaks down lactic acid, um, mm. lactate really quickly. So maybe then, that's what I need. well, <laughs> maybe that's what you need for sure. Uh, I definitely need some. Um, but maybe, you know, what are we seeing? Is it genetic? Is it not? Are these people with these incredible abilities? Is it genetic? Is it the micro? We've talked about the microbiome. Yeah. Where is the, you know, where's the power? But that is from? still, to me, the microbiome is still connected to your genetics. Your genetics does set and control your right. microbiome and vice versa. Yeah, and your microbiome influences your mm -hmm. genetics. Fair enough. So it's a different twist on the X gene. But yeah, I mean, a lot of the superpowers could be coming from your microbiome. Mm -hmm. That would be really cool. Yeah, and the, that's fun. Then we can get yeah. powers just by uh, getting a new b microbiome. Right. Some, taking the right uh, yogurt. The poop milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got the uh, poop transplant. Fecal from, transplants, uh, yeah. From uh, Cyclops, and all of a sudden you got eye, eye rays. Well, let's not be crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, but, but what's cool is we've just figured out a couple of different ways where we can kind of do this. I'm going to just quickly run down a couple of real-life superheroes very quickly. Um, so if we were to tap into these people and their genetics, it's pretty crazy stuff. Um, Scott Flansburg is right up your. He's a human calculator. Um, he activates different parts of his brain, which allow okay. him to calculate very quickly. Um, Dennis Rogers is a strong man. Um, he, they figured out that actually the, the trick is the acceleration. He's just, he has very quick twitch muscles in his hand that allow him oh. to accelerate to rip phone books and things like that. Um, there's a guy named Ken Mohammed who's like a beatboxer, but not, no beatboxing you've ever heard before. It's like orchestra level. Okay. Like he's got sounds laid over sounds. And what they did is they took an x-ray and saw that he made, he was able to control all this stuff in his throat. Gotcha. Uh, it's absolutely oh. incredible stuff. Um, there's a guy named Timo Kalkin who's in uh, Sweden, I believe. He's in the Nordic region. It's going to pop up on the screen. Um, but he actually is able to... He has extreme heat resistance and has to do with blood circulation. Um, and then... Uh, Which we needed today while we were filming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One more, Veronica Snyder in the Guinness Book of World Records. Her eyesight is 20 times what's normal. You can actually... She can see someone identify them a mile away with just her eyesight. Uh, it seems a little ridiculous. I'm not going to lie, but it's been verified. Um, she's wow. in the Guinness Book of World Records. Anyway, there's lots of people out there with incredible abilities that push levels of human oh, yeah. ability. Uh, I think we could tap into this through the various different ways. I, I think we can. And CRISPR is very easy from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> very yeah. easy. Um, so if you've got a, a thing you want to do, if you've got an idea, um, you can get in touch with us. We'll help you put put your perfect human being together. Uh, well, wait, no, I'm little, not going to commit uh, to that. Uh, yet. Uh, you oh, might oh, commit oh, oh, to that. To, to but, your own little <laughs> mutants. Let's say you can have your own little mutant. To, no, am I, am I no, out of control here? Yours. If you have any questions for your kids, <laughs> All right. do not do this one at home. Very similar to the black holes we were creating. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but if you're interested in this and want to learn more, is that safe? That's there it. There we go. Okay. Um, how can you get in touch with us? Ben, how can people get in touch uh, with you? You can get me on social media at B Seepser. That's B-S-I-E-P-S-E-R. All right. Uh, Den, we're going to find you. I am you. at Dead and Michael on the various social media except for Facebook, where I am at Prof Den and Michael. Uh, incredible stuff. So um, I very narrowly avoided a lot of stuff, I believe, right there. Thank you for pulling me out of yeah, that. You're uh, welcome. I didn't mean, <laughs> I wasn't talking eugenics, by the way, just for clarification <laughs> purposes. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me for, for any reason except hate mail, I am Daniel J. Glenn on Twitter, uh, the Daniel J. Glenn on Instagram, Analytical Mastermind on Facebook. Uh, it was a close one, guys. It was yeah. a close one, but I think we did it. I think we did it too. Uh, this is incredible stuff. Don't try it at home, as we said. And thank you for listening.
fascinating gadgets, gizmos, and gear-based technologies. It's a Glencoe production and is produced by me, Daniel J. Glenn. The fascinating gadgets, gizmos, and gear-based technologies introduction was produced by Daniel J. Glenn and Paul Springers with music and sound design written and performed by Paul Springers. If you like the show, you want to learn more, and as I mentioned earlier, you can watch the video feed fgbt.com. That's your source. You can subscribe on Apple Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and now Spotify, and of of course, you can join uh, us on social media, follow all of the members of the Brain Trust, including the show. That's all going to be on the website. And again, i got to mention, this Patreon feed, it's filled with incredible stuff, and we're going to put lots of FGGBT material on there. And please, check it out. And if you like this show, you're going to like everything that I do. Go to DanielJGlenn.com to learn more. Thank you for listening.